What's up, fam? Welcome back to That's the Angle. And in this episode, I'm talking to Schwartzy. Schwartzy is a really awesome dude, and he runs a full-scale video production company. But what's even crazier about that is how he got there. He actually created a video, like early YouTube days, that went viral. And he ended up getting an offer from Travel Channel to produce a bunch of other travel shows, right? Like, how crazy is this guy's story? So that was the impetus for his entire career. And, yeah, it's a really fun story, really great conversation, really awesome time. And we even talk about really stupid stuff like how to pick up women. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? You might learn something. Anyways, guys, uh, really hope you enjoy this one. And also, I want to invite you out to my art exhibition. It's this Friday, December 20th in Washington, D.C. at the Cheshire from 7 to 11 p.m. If you are in town or around the area, I would absolutely love for you to come out. Love to meet you. If I already know you, then I'd love to see you. Have a good time. It's one night only. And uh, yeah, I've been putting so much work into this. So anyways, guys, I'm done plugging. Let's get into the episode. That's the angle. That's the podcast. Awesome, dude. Man. It's all about levels, dude. Isn't it? Yeah. When I started, like, when I started, are we recording? Yeah. You're right. Oh, we started. Yeah. When, um, yeah, like when I started, you know, I do a lot of shoots on the, on my own. So when, uh, when I would do audio, I wouldn't really like focus on levels, and sometimes it would just be peaking, and I'd be like, "Fuck, I need a, <laughs> I need a sound guy." Can we cuss on this, dude? We could do whatever we want. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. We could cuss. We could fucking. We could get. Yeah, anything, dude. Anything. Sweet. Anything. Anyway, so we were talking about Chris D'Elia's, uh podcast. Dude, yeah, he's one of those guys I know above, and I know he's funny. Yeah. But that's only because I know him from Joe Rogan's podcast. So I've never consumed oh. any of his like podcast content. Oh, dude. So anyway, he has a really cool <laughs> intro. It's actually not a really cool intro. It's ghetto as shit, but it's fucking a great way to start a podcast. How? What does it do? It's just like he'll be like, "What's up, y'all?" And then he's just—I don't know—he starts saying something, and then he just goes, "This episode is brought to you by Cash App because he has sponsors." Oh shit! He's, right? That must be nice. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But dude, we'll get it to that point. I mean, I would love to, man. I feel like this podcast deserves it. Like, exactly. I feel like, I feel like I'm putting the work for over over a year, and I've had some amazing guests. Yeah. And it's like every time I post, it's just like. Another one into the vortex. Another one into the vortex. What do you mean? Like it just? What do you mean? I mean, making content in general. You yeah. know, you put it out there and you hope people see it. You yeah, know? It's yeah, just yeah. Like you just keep building this content well, and you hope that one day it all comes back and it's like views and and and, and sponsors and everything and yeah. subs and. Well, I think you're doing it right though. Like you're getting people. You're you're exposing um, local artists in the DC area, right? Like, that's kind of the point of the podcast, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I talk to artists and creatives like yourself who are just doing cool shit. Mm. People that I think are doing cool stuff, you know? And it's you awesome. came recommended, which was even cooler. I was like, fuck yeah, you Yeah, know? from Brittany. Yeah, it's just it's wild because awesome. it's, it's like you, would, you can't know everyone. Yeah. You know, like you yeah. can't know every event. And so it's when I land on someone like yourself, I'm just like, what? Like, this guy's doing what? But it's important, I think, what you're doing. And that's kind of like one of my missions in my company, too. I want to mm-hmm. elevate the D.C. area. Right. Ooh, okay. Well, think about it. So, like, L.A., New York. Those are when you think of creatives. You don't think of D.C. You don't think of D.C. But we have cool shit here. Dude, there's so much cool shit. There's so much cool shit, and and we get overlooked. They're all, like even restaurants. All the time. Think about restaurants. Like we have sick restaurants. If anything, I think the restaurant scene is what built D.C. to what it is now. Restaurant scene. Yeah, I think I think that's Probably. like what besides politics. Like restaurant week. Yeah, like besides yeah. politics, it's it's you have like just DC restaurants. Isn't there like fashion week here too? Uh, dude, I don't, they, I don't know nothing about fashion. Dude, the fashion obviously. week is, is complete bullshit, dude. You don't need to know. Really, it. dude, it's so <laughs> bullshit. Honestly, it's like one guy who does it just to stroke his own ego. 
What fashion week? Yeah, like the fashion week. It's literally it's one. It's a guy? Yeah, it's it's one guy who just created it out of his ass and it's honestly so shitty. Really? Yeah. Hope but aren't, aren't like fat like like Britney is a perfect person. Is yeah. she into is she into it? No, I don't think she goes to that. Oh, really? Nah, dude. Oh, shit. Nah. All right, so it's restaurant week is like the, the shit. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's, that's like the biggest cool, that's like the coolest thing here. But yeah, dude, no one associates DC with creativity art. or having an art scene or anything. And so it's like, here I am doing all this yeah. content, covering it, and now I'm covering yeah. like art shows and doing all this other stuff on my channel. People think it's like politics. Yeah. And a lot of business. Um, so we get props for that. That's a big fact. But like, but... So that's the that's the point. Like, why we should be in the category with LA and New York, and I feel like it it it's <sighs> up to people. But how do how do we get to that point? It's really just exposure. Dude, like, I, so we're doing it. Yeah, dude, props. Dude, I'm, I'm trying out here. I'm trying out here. Actually, Me too, man. Last night, uh, not last night. During the day, I was at this creator summit. Yeah, it's the second one that my buddy Taman, who I've had on the podcast, and his his creative agency is now doing this summit up in Union Market where they bring a bunch of like really cool creatives, usually from LA or New York, of course, right? Of course. Like all the cool people that were given the panel on the panel and shit. Yep. And um two people came up to me and they were like, dude, I love your content. And I don't I didn't know these people at all. I don't know Sick. these people. So it was two This was last people. night or today? Uh, yesterday during the day. Sick. Two random people came up to me and they're like, yo, I love your content, your, your interviews. I was like, I was like, you know, people are watching. That's, dude, that's it made me feel awesome. so much. It made me feel so good because sometimes I feel like no one gives a fuck. Same, dude. I, I feel like so there's there's all these there's all these aspects of being creative that you that people just don't know. I know, right? Like it's like there there's there's that aspect of like you don't know who's looking at it, who's enjoying it, unless you hear from people. I mean that that's that's one hundred percent true. It's <laughs> like you don't know who you're touching or who you're reaching totally until you get like some random dm that's like bro you inspired me the one that one section of that one podcast and you're yeah. like i don't remember that but yes that's awesome exactly that's why i'm here dude i mean like i don't like talking about myself at all yeah. but if i if this can inspire other people then it's fucking awesome well i mean just like what we were saying you put some stuff out and you never know who see it yeah that same event is essentially what changed your life dude Totally. I mean, from what I've gathered from yeah. what I've learned about you, is like yeah. you put out a video and that video changed my life. Essentially yeah. just changed the course of your life. Totally. And and I didn't dislike the life before. Like it was a good life. Like that's the craziest thing. Yeah. Like it was a good life. Like I had like this office job and I made decent money and what were you doing? I was a recruiter. Okay. So like, you know, companies needed to hire people, they'd come to my firm. Mm-hmm. And we'd fill it and make good money from it. And you liked it. I liked it. I was there for twenty years. Oh, you weren't eighteen sick. years. Oh wow, damn. damn. Eighteen years. You were so going to retire at that bitch. I thought I was going to retire, and um, and yeah, and I just started making videos. And like, well, the first one I did uh, was in two thousand six, the year YouTube started. Mm-hmm. And I went to I took a girlfriend to Aruba and made a video and. Just, you know, it was the year YouTube started, so there were, like, no good videos. Wow. dude, hold up. We got to pause that. 2006 Six. is when YouTube started. Like, yeah. I can't believe yeah. that. I know. It is so nuts that it's literally, like, it's within 20 years. Dude, think about, like, when the internet started. I mean, I really don't know the official date on I, that. I mean, it started in, like, the 90s, but, like, it didn't start popping until, like... It didn't get real. Mid-90s. Yeah, it, like did, it mid, didn't get 90s. real when people were, like, actively spending their day on it and, like, contributing their life to it. But think about, like, that's, like... 25 years yeah like it's not a long time it's crazy if you think about it 
Anyway. It, yeah, if anything, I'd want to say like it started when YouTube started because that is when people kind of finally yeah. finally got this access to all this information. Exactly. And, and when YouTube came out, no one knew what the fuck to do with it. Totally. So when you made that video, what were you thinking at that point? In 2006? Yeah, when you made that Aruba video. So I didn't even know, I didn't even know how to make a video. So I just like I was on the plane with my girlfriend at the time. We were going to Aruba. I had a good a good month, mm-hmm. you know, recruiting and it was like, fuck it, let's go on a vacation. So um so we go to Aruba, and there's no good videos of the resort. Damn. No good photos. I mean, they're all, like, overproduced, right? Like, people just weren't using YouTube. Or, I mean, you know, they had, like, f- like three photos on their website. I mean, no one knew what to do with YouTube at that point. Like, Piano Cat oh, was, yeah. like, the thing on YouTube. Yeah, but even, like, marketing, like, for, like, marketing the hotel, like, it was just, like, these overproduced photos, where it like didn't seem real, and you're those, like those like cheesy photos where it's like the guy with the perfect fucking teeth, yeah, and he's like, it was like so perfect. You're like, we <laughs> yeah. could easily go there, and it could be shitty, you know, like we're and we had no clue if this was a good choice, yeah, you know. So on the on the plane there, um, on my laptop, I saw this software that said video editor, and I'm like. I think I can make a video on my laptop. I'm like, and I had one of those point and shoot cameras. Yeah, you know. And I was like, we should take video, and I'll try to make a video and put it on that like, that new website where you can post your own videos. That new website, <laughs> you know, and I was like whatever it's called, Bluetube or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, and she was like, yeah, that's a good idea. So like day one, I'm like, oh, eat that again. All right, hold on, hold on. I'm like, to, I'm like directing. Yeah, just, you know? just just complete noob with it. You're just like, just like so yeah. fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like no clue what I was doing, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is fucking fun. Because I've always been creative. I've always been an artist and a singer and, mm-hmm. you know, always been some kind of creative. So I'm like, oh, oh, wait, go do that again. Wait, oh, eat that. Oh, what? all right. Like, go, you, yeah, you already had this and, like Aruba video in your dude, mind. Dude, I'm like directing like, this whole fucking thing. And like it, years later, I like, I still do it, right? So anyway, make this, oh, day two or three, she's completely annoyed. She's like, dude, put down the fucking camera. This is annoying, you know? And so then, anyway, make this video, post it on YouTube, gets a bunch of hits. And then, like, two months later, this is MySpace days. Wow. So, so I, and, and I used to be, a, like, a singer, rapper, songwriter, mm. so I had this MySpace um, song that I wrote. So... Uh, so I had a bunch of like followers or whatever it's called, friends on MySpace. So I get this like, and I was always getting these random emails. Yeah. And, uh, and so, so I got this email from someone who's like, hey, we love your video. I'm the general manager at, at Marriott. Um, give us a call. We want to give you a free trip. I'm like, bullshit. What? Yeah. So I didn't respond for like a month. And then I'm at a party and I'm like, I'm like yeah, I got this like random fucking email from someone from Marriott. Saying that, you know, they want to give me a free trip. And they're like, dude, what if it's like legit? You should respond. I'm like, it's not legit. Who gives somebody a free trip to Aruba? Yeah, it's unheard of at this time. It's unheard of, you know? Viral wasn't even a word at this time. Totally. Like, like totally. Viral was not even. A, it wasn't a word. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a concept. Exactly. And so, so some, exactly, dude. Exactly. And, and your video, I guess, went a little viral on YouTube. Like, it, it got some hits because no one else was producing for this platform. Yeah. And you had put out this video that was somewhat better than fucking Piano Cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what Piano Cat is, but... You don't, well, you don't remember Piano Cat? No, what is Dude, that? that was like the earliest meme that was like... The, it was like the first big viral video, and it was where this guy put his cat up to a piano, and he had these fake cat arms, and he was blowing piano, and he had the cat looking like it was playing the piano. Oh, I and feel so, like I've seen something like... Maybe I have seen dude, that you've, before. You've definitely seen it. I should look this up. Dude, you gotta like... Put, you, another thing... Oh, wait, do we have space on that? Oh, you know what be really funny is like... Right a, here, a have like a box of like Piano Cat. And here's Piano Cat. 
You know what? That'd be fucking you funny. You doing that just gave me so much more post-editing work, and that is the last thing I ever <laughs> want to do. I know. It's annoying as like, shit. Like, if I was, like, a really good host, I'd, like, go and edit shit in that we were, like, referring to, but that's not going to happen. Ah, that's not going to happen. Funny. Well, we're going to do an intro. You d- oh, Dude, yeah? You need, like, a, you need, like, a song. You need, like, like quick, like, a 10-second song. No, no. Joe Rogan does that. He's, like, and it's, like, his head spinning, and then it just fades in, and the music fades out into it. So, and yours needs to be more hip-hop, because this feels like... Hip-hop. Like some underground hip hop shit. Do 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 do. That's the angle. Do do. What? Do do. That's the podcast. Do do. Yeah, something like that. Dude, yeah. that was literally it right there. Yeah, you should loop that. Oh shit! You're actually right. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that clip, make that loop beat, it. and put it in. That'd be sick. Unless you want to make it, then that'd be way better. Yeah. Let's do it. But don't get my hopes up here. It's okay. You can lie. No, to no, me. no, 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 dude. I want to do it. Okay. We're gonna do it. Like we're gonna make this fucking like. That's, dude, we're in it, dude, we're in it like to your, win it, baby. I like your energy, dude. How, how much coke did you do before you came in this fucking room? <laughs> dude, this is fucking coffee from, like, my buddy's bakery. Yeah. Uh, Best Buns in Virginia. It's fucking intense. Is it? It's is like cold brew. Dude, I saw I'm drinking too, man. Hey, cheers on the cold brew, my guy. Dude, cold brew for me is like rocket fuel. Dude, cold brew makes me shit. <laughs> Don't worry, I got that out the way before we came. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so, um, so fucking Aruba. Yeah, yeah, t- you, you're at the party. You're going to respond to this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I finally respond to this guy, and the whole and he's. It seems like this guy's legit. Okay. So, um, they didn't. They paid for everything except for the flight. So I had to pay for the flight back. But we got it like super cheap. It was like five hundred bucks for both of us, or whatever it was. Anyway, so we're flying to the hotel. Still have no clue if it's actually legit. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I think we skipped a step. So you actually, I responded. Responded. I responded, and I was like. Hey man, I'm pretty sure this is spam, but someone talked me into responding. So here's my number. And he called me up and he's like, Yeah, dude, like this is legit. Like you helped us realize yeah. that guest perspective videos are going to be really cool for us. Whoa. And which, by the way, like Marriott's on top of their shit when it comes to social media. It's crazy. But this was, um, this was like, this helped them realize oh. the importance of YouTube. Okay. For their brand. And like how many views, if you can remember, like how many I think it was views? like 14,000, which isn't a lot. But at that time. At that time, it was a lot. That was a lot. It was crazy. Yeah. It was like, how the fuck are people seeing this thing? You yeah. Know? It was crazy. So um, so anyway, so we get there. I'm like, all right, man. I mean, I still don't really believe this, you know, because like some, nothing like that's ever happened before. So I'm like, all right. I mean, we'll see what happens. So we uh, we get there, and they're like, hi, okay, we have we have your king room ready or whatever. We're like, holy shit, it's legit. What? And we had another blast week at Aruba. Holy shit. Yeah. So then I was like, all right. Well, I just got like a ten thousand dollar vacation for posting a video. I'm gonna keep doing this. Dude, you might be one of the first like travel in, travel like yeah. video influence marketers like of of in history like and I'm not going to lie maybe not history but maybe to me history, like, one but of I the was earliest, one of the first yeah one of the earliest people to make content and get like a sponsor or get some sort of brand deal yeah that was a brand deal yeah yeah it was like one of the first ones dude it was crazy it was crazy an OG legend of brand deals in the house <laughs> well it's crazy now it's like now it's nuts like there's guys and girls like crushing the game. Oh god, crushing it. I mean, this guy's a limit with that shit. I don't really. I don't. Fo- I should focus more on like. I really should focus more. On, you know what? I, I was focusing on YouTube, and all this cool shit was happening. And then I and then I actually turned it into a into a living, and now I make so much shit for other people that like my social media, you know, because everything I do is for other people, so I can't really post everything. So, that I so do. what happened? So so you so 
you did that whole you did the whole Marriott thing. Like it was actually real. You get back home, and then what? Are you like, oh, I could actually do this video thing? Or are you just like, oh, that was kind of a, a blip in the system? Blip in the system. But I was like, well, shit, I'm gonna get a cooler software because mm. like now I'm like, oh, well, that was fucking dope. Like I'm gonna keep making videos on yeah. the side, but I'm gonna get a better software because now I'm now I got the bug, right? Mm. I'm like, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. So kept making videos. They all sucked. I mean, if you look back at my videos, they were horrible. But it, I've always had this like creative thing where you could feel the creativity and everything that I do. Mm. So you know, I think people were like, "Oh, it's fucking awesome." And, you know, my friends were like, "Oh, it's really cool." Well, also that time, the 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 bar for yeah. for level of making videos was so so low. So like you could so have done, you could have done anything, and someone would have thought it was amazing. So exactly. So and then like fast forward to like 2013, mm-hmm. still making videos, all for fun, all on the side. Um, and a girl's like, a girlfriend of mine's like, dude, you, uh, let's go to Havasu Pie. Have you heard of Havasu Pie? Uh, act like I don't. I do because, of course, I, I looked you up and stuff. But oh, yeah, yeah, Havasu yeah. Pie is pretty incredible, man. It's pretty incredible. It's this like place in the Grand Canyon um, with like, it's like a two or three mile stretch. I don't know how long, um, where the water is bright blue. Everywhere else in the Grand Canyon, the water is brown. What? Right? And... At this place, the water is blue. And there's like some chemical, I forgot the name of the chemical, in the water. And it's like Bahamas blue water surrounded by these like giant red rock canyons. Whoa. It's amazing. It's amazing with like eight different waterfalls. Dude, I mean, I, I saw your have a soup high video. You did? Oh, and, cool. And I'm not going to lie. I, it didn't look like it was in America. It looked like you were somewhere way more Another exotic world. in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. When I finally read those in the Grand Canyon, I said, what the heck It's in America, on? and people don't know about it. No one knows about it. Nobody knows about it, right? A lot more people know about it now, I think, because we actually struggled with that when we were there, because we were like, if you post this, like a lot of people are going to find out, and it's kind of uncool to, at least it is now, to like travel to a lot of places and then post the location because people just go and trash it. That's just very true. Humans are just awful, like, in that regard. No, like, that's a legit problem. Yeah. I've, I've seen articles in places, yeah. like, beautiful landmarks that people are tagging on Instagram, then all of a sudden all the bloggers come and just ruin it. Everybody starts going, and then mm-hmm. people leave their trash, and it's it's people fuck up nature. Yeah. So, um, but we were like, I was like, fuck it. I want to post it. Like, you know, <laughs> and, and next thing you know, it starts blowing up, gets all these hits on YouTube again. Two months later... And actually, this part, this part of the story is crazy. Okay. So this girl's like, you should get a, you should get a really good camera. She's like, your videos are fucking awesome. I was just thinking that if you did it with that little point and shoot still. No. She was like, you should get a really good camera. She's like, your videos are awesome, but you just need like, you need a good camera. Mm. She's like, what if like Nat Geo or somebody finds your shit and you could go do this all the time? And I was like, that would never happen. And she's like, dude, don't be such a pessimist. And you've sat with me for like 10 minutes. Do I feel like I'm... A pessimist? Dude, not at all. People not don't all. call me a pessimist very often. So I was really taken back and I'm like, whoa. That's and I was a like, profit right there. Well, I was like, all right, fuck it. So I go and I get a better camera. Like she like talked me into it. It's like Sony handy cam or something. No, I think I got I think I got like a I think I got something like that, like a like a six D or seven D okay. or something like some yeah. kind of Canon. Um you know, like a like a fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand dollar DSLR. Yeah. Something like that. But it was good, you know. It was, I mean, it was a hundred times better than what I, what I was using. Yeah, dude. Um, so, so anyway, so we fucking go to this place, better camera. I make an awesome video. Two months later, after she's like, "Oh, what if like Nat Geo finds your shit?" And I'm like, "That would never happen." 
Travel Channel reaches out. What the? They email. <laughs> they this email, is so nuts. They email and they're like, "Hey, we really love your video. Can we can we buy it from you and turn it into a TV show?" What? Yeah, I, dude, I screenshotted this email and I just sent it to the girl and she was like, "I fucking told you, man." She Damn, like, what the? It's that, crazy, right? I mean, that just blows anyone's mind. I mean, that is literally the dream right yeah. there. Yeah, it's that crazy. Is, that's crazy. It's crazy. And I was like, first of all, if you think like a TV show like that. You would think they would hire people who like went to school for it, are like legit cinematographers. Yeah. Right. So you're like, there's no way it fucking happened. It was crazy. I mean, I'm not gonna. I saw that video, that yeah. one that got you. I think, and it was it was really good. I think it would still hold up. Thanks, dude. dude I saw. I was like, oh, like, damn, this is not bad at all. This is some really st- like still cameras, mm-hmm. camera sweeps, and mm-hmm. like the, some of the like, little effects and transitions. Dude, I was like, dude, this is better than still a lot of stuff on YouTube. So I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I still like don't really know what I'm doing, but I like. I didn't then at all. I just figure it out as I go, you know? And, um, yeah, and so, like, they, they bought the footage, and they turned it into a pilot, and Whoa. the pilot did really well, and they're like, yeah, fucking, we're going to do a whole season of this show. It's called Top Secret Swimming Holes. And they, and they wanted you to just direct it the whole time? Yeah, well, they were like, they were like, hey, so the first one did really well. Do you want to go shoot another one? And I'm like, well, I don't really know what I'm doing, like, did you tell them that too? Oh, 100%. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they were like, nah, just kind of do what you did. And I'm like, well, I don't really know what I did. <laughs> like, I don't know what I did that you liked. Hot you know? people used hot people. That's what you did. Exactly. Literally, that, I think that's it. Like, it's a beautiful location and good-looking, fun people. That's exa- You had, like, ripped dudes and hot chicks, like, looking at the camera. I was like, I'm not going to lie. It looks way better now. It's it, 100%. That, that actually, I think, is a huge part of the appeal of... of why that video got so much attention because all the girls are like it's all like my la friends who like i met a lot of them i met on that trip and um you know a lot of like i mean i think we had like 25 30 people with us damn yeah and so like like the girls like i think every girl was gorgeous no they were they're just hot. like i mean it's like classic la right like they, they all look like they're trying to be models or I think or, like or, half of them were yeah. models or the and the other half were like yoga instructors. That's, that's <laughs> what then, it looked like. And one of the du- one of the dudes uh, is like one of like the top five like American ninja warriors. So he's like doing these like crazy like like handstands on the edge of a thousand foot cliff. Dude, I saw that. You had, and then you had another scene where like some they're doing this yoga pose with some like acro yoga yeah, where yeah. she's like balancing on the palms of his of his feet. I'm just like, yeah. what the heck is going on? Oh, they're here? insane. Yeah, and it was amazing, right? Yeah, it was so good. yeah, so I think that was like a huge part of the appeal. I actually brought most of like I would people from that crew. I'd bring on different locations. I'd be like, all right, we're going to the Bahamas. Like we're gonna go film these like cool beaches in the Bahamas. Who wants to go? And like I'd bring like five or six people from that trip. And it got to a point where they were like, all right, you gotta stop bringing your friends on these. So these so they hit you up and they're like, they hit you up for the pilot and you filmed the pilot. Where'd you where'd you do the pilot? Was it, was it just the one that th- that video? No, so like so the pilot episode had they put three waterfalls from three waterfalls from Havasupai. Mm. And then um and then it had like seven other locations. So each episode had ten locations. Whoa. Yeah. And which was I feel like it should have been less. That's a lot. It's a lot. So you kind of fly through locations like really quick. It's not enough to really tell a story, in my opinion. But because um, so many really cool, awesome things happen that would have been fun to see. Like those little moments that are just really great. Yeah, like that's kind of the whole point of like an outdoor adventure is like all the crazy shit that happens. It's an adventure. 100%. And for like the show, it was really more about like getting there and then getting to the location and then show, you know, then a lot of information about 
the location. Oh yeah, like the people around it, the land, or like yeah, like the history, or like like perfect example, like why the water's blue at Havasupai, or like the history of the the people and stuff like that. So it was like informational, where like less of the adventure. Ah. You know, like some places like we would be like hiking through the jungle and like we'd have like six leeches on us or like we'd or like something crazy like there'd be a sign that's like can't cross here 10 people have died in the last month and we're like fuck it let's go you know (laughs) so 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 they have you come on you you do the pilot and then it was success and then they go okay we want you to do a season is that what they did yeah well they're well not the whole season they were just like i i think they were like testing me out i think they were like you want to go do another one like you want to go? I think we went to Alabama and Tennessee. We did two. Wow! So I brought some friends and we did. Um, we uh, we rented an RV. That sounds sick. It was awesome. That sounds sick. An RV adventure is great. Um, and so I brought some friends and then we went to these places and we just filmed adventures to these two waterfalls. Um, it was great. It was really cool. Were you still doing it the same style, just like by yourself, or did you have? Like a whole crew at that point. No, 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 no. Everything I did was just me. It's still like the same way you did it from the, the okay from the, the whole thing, and um, and I think that was like part of the appeal. They're like, "Fuck, this guy's getting a lot of footage, and it's just him." Like, I, and okay, so turns out I had a friend who worked at Travel Channel, and so he's like, "Dude, you know I work at Travel Channel." I'm like, "What?" And so he's like, "Yeah." So randomly, like passing through, he talked to the the executive, the guy who actually found my footage, and told the production company. To reach out to me, so he's he apparently like saw my footage um, on YouTube and was like couldn't get it out of his head. He was like that'd be a cool show. They hired a production company and they're like reach out to this guy on YouTube and see if you could get his footage because that'd be really cool. So anyway, so he reached out to that guy and he's like, you know, I know that guy. He's local. And he's like, wait, what? That the Havasu Pie guy? He's local. He's like, dude, get him on the phone. So he calls me up and he's like, hey, so you know Ben? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, dude. He's like, and so I'm the whole time I'm dealing with a production company from California. Yeah. Who's like, they're making, so basically like networks hire production companies to make shows because mm-hmm. they can't do every show that's yeah, on the network. Yeah, because so, the production company has all the equipment and the know-how and everything. Exactly. Yeah. So they'll like outsource each show to a production company. So I'm dealing with the production company. That's who reached out to me. But the guy who actually found my footage and told them to reach out to me worked at Travel Channel. I had no idea of any of this. <sighs> Whoa. So I found out because a buddy of mine locally worked there who I didn't even know he works there. And then, so the executive's like, dude, come in, come into the office. I want to meet you. I'm like, all right, cool. So I meet him and he's like, all right, I'm going to be honest with you. This is a win-win for all of us. You're going to make money and go do this cool shit, but you're cheap as hell for us too. He's like, he's like, cause you could get it all done with yourself. We're not paying for like five people to go produce this thing. Yeah. And the boom mics and all that shit. Yeah. He's like, you're, you're able to do this on your, on your, your own. So this is a win-win for everybody. So I'm like, all right, cool. So then I'm like, but I have no clue what I'm doing. And he's like, all right, I'm going to teach you TV 101. So I'm like at travel channel, like in a conference room. And he's like, all right, I'm going to bring in a couple producers. So he brings in like a guy on this side and a guy on this side. And he's like, all right, we're going to go through all of your footage He's like, this is going to seem mean, but it's not. We're here to help you. So they would like open up a clip. And like now it's like everything I shot was getting critiqued. Oh, dang. And, and this was before you shot like the first episode. No, no, no. Well, the, before this was like all my Havasu pie footage. Oh, OK, OK. They're just okay. like, all right, bring your Havasu pie footage. We're just going to go through all your footage. And we're going to critique it. Damn. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, how was that? Fucking awkward. They must have just roasted you, huh? Roasted. It was, it was like 
Not really. They were cool about it, but it's like, imagine if you just drew a photo and then someone's like, why'd you draw that? Like, why'd you draw that right there? Yeah, and then yeah, you, like, 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 you know, take a photo and the professional photographer comes out and he's like, actually, your lighting <laughs> yeah. and your angle and your f-stop and you're just like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, he's like, why'd you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I thought it looked cool. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. You know? So anyway, so uh, so they like went through all the footage and it was good. Or, or, or like, or, or the footage wasn't good. The, the feedback was good. It mm-hmm. was like super helpful. They're like, okay, so... When you do that, you want to hold that for a little longer because then the editor can do this and this and this. Oh. And so they're like kind of teaching me like the why, like why you want to shoot this a certain way. This gave like a quick 101 to like filmmaking. TV one, exactly. Yeah. Super helpful though. So then they were like, but they were, the production company was already like planning to send me out on like my first shoot. So I'm like using all this, these tips from, and like they don't know that we're talking. He like didn't tell them and he was like, don't even, don't bother telling them. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, that's awkward, but all right, cool. So like, he this guy's like giving me TV 101, and these guys are like, you want to go shoot something? And I'm like, all right, cool. I think I know what I'm doing. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, so um, so I go out and shoot it, and then they're like, all right, man, well you're fucking killing it. Like, you want to go do a few more? And I'm like, all right, yeah. So then I'm like, all right, cool. So then they're like, you want to go to the Bahamas? <laughs> I'm like, sure. So like, go to the Bahamas, and like, all right, man. And I would, ke- I kept bringing like my fun friends, mm. you know, like from LA, who I knew would be really fun. And like, by the way, I'm paying for them. So like, all the money that I'm making, I'm like, most of it, I'm like paying for their flights, I'm paying for their hotels, because I don't give a fuck. I'm making money at my old job. Yeah, I was about to say this whole time you have your whole main salary gig. That yeah, you're completely happy. This at. is just extra shit. So I'm like, I'm gonna make sure my segments are awesome. So I'm like bringing all my fun friends. You know, so I'm like, you guys want to go to the Bahamas? And I'm like, fuck yeah. So what were you thinking at this point? Were you thinking like, ooh, I can actually take this seriously? Or were you just kind of like, ah, this is still just some fun shit? Just some fun shit. Really? I'm, yeah, the whole time I'm like. I think most people would have been like, screw it. I'm, I'm cash now. I'm, I'm becoming a filmmaker. No, because like, I didn't see it yet. You know, like mm-hmm. I didn't see that it was really like, first of all, you got to realize I still did not know what I was doing. So like. Do I really feel I could leave a good paying job that I've spent 18 years at to go to go do something where I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing? And the money wasn't great. Like it was like, I think they were paying me like 2,500 bucks, three grand per location, which to me, I'm like, what it like, it wasn't a lot. Um, And this was like the first season. It ended up being more like once we started doing more seasons and I started like getting the experience under my belt. But at first I was like, you're like, sure, yeah, I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, well, this is just the experience I'm doing here. This is crazy. I can't believe it's happening. Yeah, like, all right, you want me to go shoot two waterfalls? You're going to pay me six grand. And then if there's, like, expenses, like an RV or something like that, they'll pay for that, too, or whatever. <sighs> and I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but I'm not going to leave my day job. Yeah. You know? Wow. Okay. So, so yeah, so I just kind of... I just kind of kept doing it. And so so you shot the whole season. You did that. Yeah. yeah. And then just back to normal life. Back to normal life. And then they're like, all right, well, like shortly after we wrapped the first season, they were like, they were like, all right, so we're going to go international now. Do you want to like, yeah. And they were like, do you want to, do you want to shoot it? And I'm like, yeah. (sighs) So then they're like, all right, like we're going to send you to Bali for like. Can I ask how old you were when you were doing else was happening? I mean, this was like four years ago. I'm 43. Oh shit! So yeah. it's like it's like late into your career. Late into my career, dude. Yeah, it wasn't. You weren't like some like twenty five year old who's just like balling out of nowhere. You're just like, oh, okay, this is exactly. Exactly. I mean, I still feel like I'm twenty eight, but in reality, you know, like really, you do. Yeah, yeah. I always wonder how I'm gonna feel when I'm forty. It's weird, isn't it? It's fucking weird because you're like you'll still feel like you're young, 
But then, like, you'll meet, like, a 20-year-old who's like, you don't know what fucking this is? And you're TikTok like, is. Yeah, and you're like, well, what? Or, or you'll be like, what? You don't know what G.I. Joe is? <laughs> yeah, the refer- <laughs> just the references are off. References and, like... Um, That's good I to know, man. You give me hope. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude. I feel like life gets better in so many ways when you get older. Really? But it also sucks because you're like, health is getting worse. Oh. So, like, so, like, make sure you don't fuck, like... Keep. I, I think if you stay on top of your health, you'll you'll kill it no matter what. You're talking to the wrong dude. Health man. is wealth, dude. Dude, I work out and I eat like like it's going out of style. Like Me healthy. Too. I only eat like whole foods and stuff. Like I'm super healthy. Oh really? Yeah, dude. dude. You're yeah. gonna be you're gonna crush it. Okay, cool. So yeah. I'll be I'll be okay. You'll be great, there. dude. Damn. Okay, I appreciate life that. gets better. Like, I've, I've heard that from a lot of people in yeah. their 40s, even 50s. Like, dude, I feel like I'm in my 20s. Like I feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this was like four years ago. Okay. Yeah. And so you shot the entire global experience too. Oh yeah. Well so so like the second season of the show, they were like, um, you know, I still had the job and they were like, Well, you know, like we'll you know, we'll just send you like Bahamas and I'm like, Okay, that's like what, six days? So I'm like, All right guys, I'm gonna go take like six days and go to the Bahamas and I'm like, We don't give a you know, this is my job. They're like, We don't give a fuck, you've been here for 18 years, go do it. Yeah. Like, go have fun. That's fucking awesome. And they, so they knew, like, they knew everything that was going on. Yeah, and like these days you could do so many, oh yeah, totally. And these days you could do so many things from the internet. You could work from home, you could work, you know, make phone calls from wherever. So it's like, I'd be in the Bahamas like shooting all day and then at night I'm like answering work emails. They're like, this is fucking crazy. So, um, yeah, so, so the second season was kind of like that, like part time. Um, and then they were like, all right, so we're going to do two more seasons. We're going to do three. Like, we kind of want you to shoot it. Are you down? And I'm like, well, like, I can't leave my job. Like, what's this? Like, this is going to last like eight months. Yeah. Or a year or something, you know. You're signing up for a whole adventure right there. It's a whole different life you're about to take on. Right. Say some shit like that. And like, what happens after? You know? Oh. Like, what happens after a year? Like, it's, like not, it's not the same job anymore. It's, it's yeah, better. you don't know if you're going to get more work. So am I going to leave this stable, comfortable 18-year career Damn. to go do something that, like, after a year... It's, like, I was, I, was make, I was starting to make really good money, like, for, for, um, for shooting this stuff. So it was, like, all making sense. And then I'm like, yeah, but what after? Yeah. You know? So I'm like... And then I talked to my firm, and they're like, dude, go fucking do it and come back. Like, that's, like take a sabbatical. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, they were Whoa. cool shit. They're like... I mean, they're like family. <laughs> You okay. Know, so they were like, dude, yeah. go like that's awesome. Go travel the world and film a TV show. It's yeah. fucking, they're like, that's fucking great. You're making money. You love doing it. Like, go do it and come back. You'd always come back. Did you ever just like pinch yourself and be like every day? Like you just went straight to the big dog. You just went straight to travel channels. Just like you didn't I went from zero to a hundred. Yeah, you went from zero to hundred real quick. Yeah. Shout out Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like you went <laughs> you went there yeah. so fast. At some point where you're just like, what is happening right now? Yeah. Like, is this like did you ever feel like an imposter, like imposter syndrome at all? Like, were you ever just like like I'm a fraud. Yeah, like that's a common thing when someone's doing epic shit. They kind of feel like like this isn't real or like that they don't deserve it in a way. All the time. Wow. All the time. Because yeah, like I don't know if I felt like I didn't deserve it. I just mm, I, yeah. but I was really upfront with everybody. Like I don't really know what I'm doing. That's pretty cool. Like I'm like I'm making it happen because I work hard, but I don't really know what I'm doing. And I was always really honest about that. That's probably the best way to do it. And then it's like, and it really is so much work. Like it, it's an insane amount of work, especially doing it like as one person. So I would be in these amazing places and I would realize like I'd, I wouldn't be like really taking it in, you know, and like appreciating where I was. Cause I'd be in like some of the most amazing places in the world. Like yeah. literally like some of the most like, 
like uh, seclusive and or secluded and most incredible places all over the world. And then, so I would have to like take five minutes and just be like, all right, guys, like hang out. I'm going to like take this in. Yeah, because I, I can imagine you, you can't take it in because you're sitting there thinking about your shots and your angles and your framing and the 100%. lighting. And so you have no time to just sit on top of the waterfall and be like, bruh. Yeah, exactly. Literally, exactly. So, um, and like sometimes like ra- it would rain in the morning and then now you have like a half day to uh, to shoot and you're like, fuck, I got a lot to do. You know, but then you're like, this is like the most amazing beach I've ever been on. God. You know, like literally like some of these places are incredible. <sighs> Yeah, and so so wild. so you went and you shot the entire second third season, I guess. Yeah, and yep. then and then that was it. And then it was like, yeah. all right, so like Discovery bought Travel Channel like halfway through like the third season, mm-hmm. and so then they're like, all right, yeah, like they're gonna start doing ghost shows on Travel Channel, which was weird. Um, and so we're like, all right, well that's it. And so then I went back to the office job. Wow. And so I'm like there for a week. I can imagine that hollow feeling. Like it must have Dude, felt weird. It was like this job that I loved for like 20 years almost was a completely different job. Like you can't live a life of adventure and like make good money being creative, which is like any creative is like that's kind of the dream to be creative and make money. Yeah. And then um and then go to like an office job where it's like paper jam. that's your biggest problem today was a paper jam not really it was like you know recruiting in recruiting there's like you know like people would accept a job and then get a counter offer you know from their current job and then all that work you did and they would accept the counter offer from their current employer so like all that work you did like you think you're at the finish line and then they're like oh i'm gonna stay at my job yeah but it's it's like it's like they let the they let the animal out the cage yeah you know you have this crazy life adventure and you come back to this cubicle office job and you're just like God, I can just see that in my head is just like that that yeah. <laughs> difference. It was like it was like I had a I had an office, you know, I had like a big office and it was like I could come and go, do whatever I wanted. It was fucking great. But it was just like just like the attitudes in the office. Like you just see people kind of just walking around like you know, and it's like yeah. it was just like a different life. And I never noticed it until I started doing all this like shooting. It's crazy. It's a lot of life of adventure versus it's like the difference between adventure and comfort. You know? Yeah. Like you you were here hustling like super hard, but yet in the most beautiful locations across the world. Yeah. Producing for one of the biggest networks. brands in the world, networks yeah. in the world. Yeah. And then it's like back to reality. I mean totally. how long was it while you were at your at your uh, job before you kind of decided to maybe make the switch or is, or when did you make the switch? It was like it was like a week or two. And and, and the partners at the firm, like, we just talked, and they're like, dude, what are you doing, man? Yeah, even what? they couldn't believe it. They were like, what are you doing here? They're like, I know you like this shit, but, like, you, you should go after this shit. Like, you were making good money. You love it. That's an awesome company. They're like, oh, dude, they're great. Yeah. And they're like, you could always come back, but, like, they're like, they're like we'll invest in your company. Like, we'll support you. Like, they're like, and you know, I wouldn't want investors, but they were like, go fucking try this shit. Like, go do it. Like, you're always going to regret. And truthfully, I used to be a rapper, like, back in the day. I was, I was like, a songwriter and a rapper. And, like, I did some cool shit. Like, I played stadiums and did, like, was on the radio. Whoa. Yeah, I did some cool shit. And, um, and it was all a side hobby while I had this recruiting job. But I did, like, 
epic shit. Like, no way. For it being a hobby. What was your rapper name? Schwartzy. Schwartzy. That's of how course. I got the name Schwartzy. Yeah, okay, I did, that makes sense. I did like a rap battle on the radio. The Sports Junkies. <clears throat> you ever hear of Sports Junkies? These radio guys? Oh, I don't think so. They're like, they're like local uh, radio guys. And okay. they're like, so like, like, what's your rapper name? And I was like, I don't know, man. I don't really have a rapper name. <laughs> and they're like, well, we have all these like rappers coming on the show, like rap MC, like destroyer, whatever, like all these rapper names were. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like when I played high school football, everyone just called me Schwartzy. And they were like, all right, man, we'll, we'll just call you Schwartzy. And so they're like, we got Schwartzy coming on tomorrow. And I ended Spitting up the hot beat. Spitting the, the hot 16. And then uh, I ended up winning the whole thing. And they were like, damn. Yeah. And they were like, this, no one's like this guy. He's better than Eminem. And you, you were just freestyling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That first one was like we did like a battle. Like a, like the first one was like a written rap. And then we like freestyle battled like me and the second place guy. Holy guy shit. Guy named Seize Mikes. <laughs> local local legend. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I would not expect that looking at you. Nobody does. Dude, people. Like, I would not expect that. Dude, so like, so yeah. No, when people would see me on the street, like that, because now all of a sudden the radio is like talking about me all the time. They're like, and this was in my 20s. I was hooking up with girls all the time. You yeah, know. I, mean, I hope so. Shit, and we so, still are, unless you got a girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, like it was out of control in the twenties. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you had you had the rapper clout. You were killing it. You're yeah, like Schwartzy. <laughs> What's up, girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so they were like, "Yeah, this guy Schwartzy, man, he's like this amazing rapper. Yeah, hooks up with every girl in D.C. or Virginia. Damn, and they were like, it's bullshit. But like they, but these guys, you know, they're like shock jocks. So yeah, they're like you'll pumping take this it. up. Yeah, you'll take and then it. people would meet me, and I'd be in like business attire, or like business <laughs> casual. And they'd be like, "You're Schwartzy." What the fuck? Not at all what I expected. Yeah. That's crazy. And so, and so so you left the job. So you left and then and then what? How did you figure it out? Like how did you even like how do you even know what move to make because dude that is like that's that's like the million dollar question. Like what do you do? Yeah, and exactly. Like, you what don't, do you do? You don't know. Like I did, I didn't know. All I knew is that like I think it's like the belief that I could do it. Really? Yeah, it's like I think you have to have like an insane amount of fear, which which kind of gives you some motivation. Exactly, but then an equal amount of belief that like I can do it. Mm. Like I, I like I mean every day, even to this day, I'm still like, oh shit, you know, it could all fall apart at any day. Well, yeah, because like even then you're like, I, I still don't know what I'm doing. I but I mean, imagine after all of those seasons, you've had some sort of confidence working with big networks. So it's like you knew how those interactions worked. Like you knew how how, how those exchanges worked. Like what they wanted, how yep. to deliver, and yep. all this stuff. Yep. So what? Yep. So it's like I I, I imagine that the day you you quit, you go home and you go, okay, what the fuck do I what do? What do I do? Now? What do I do? And so what what was your first move? It's like it's like anything. If you want to like start something, if there's something that you want to do or learn, mm -hmm. you just start. Like literally, like you're like, okay, well, what do I do? Yeah. Well, I guess I need a website. You know, so you're like, okay, first things first. Website. I'll build a website. And then you're like, okay, um, I need clients. So then you're like, okay, so I reached out to friends. And I'm like, some people I even did videos for for free at first. Because I'm like, look, I just need to build up a portfolio. Like, yeah. basically what I would do is I would, I would reach out to all of my clients from my business job. And they're like, okay, great. Send us like three of your best corporate videos. And you had all these amazing travel videos and I'm had like, no corporate videos. So I'm like, I'm thinking like, I'm going to crush it. I got this travel chair. And they're like, great, no, send us three of your like corporate videos. And I'm like, I didn't really have a corporate video. So I started like making videos for like dirt cheap for people. Yeah, just to get just that. To, just to build it up. And then people are like, oh, this is fucking great. 
And then I'd make another video. And then next thing I know, like I've made three corporate videos and now I could charge normal rates. Mm, you had it all under your belt then. So I think you have to like, you have to be able to suck it up a little bit and kind of build a portfolio. And then once you have a portfolio and proven experience, because truthfully I didn't have experience making corporate videos. Um, I didn't have experience making like a gym video. Um, so I've done, I mean, I've done all kinds, I've done like food shoots, I've done gym videos, I've done corporate. I mean, now, dude, you, you've done the whole gamut. I mean, yeah. you've done some crazy shit now, which we can get into, but it's yeah. just, it's interesting hearing about these beginning stages because. The beginning stage, I think, I think that's the most important thing to talk about because that's where, that's where people stop or don't start. Yeah. You can get, you can get scared of, of analysis paralysis. You just sit there and you go, okay, I got, did I get lucky with this one client? Was this all a fluke? Totally. And totally. you have to discover, am I a business person? Like, am I an entrepreneur? Can I, you know, can I make sales? You know, yeah. can, can I do this? Yeah. And was, was it still just you as a part of the business? Like when you were getting these gigs, was it, were you just me? It was still just you? Still just me. But then I would, I would hire people. Like I would find someone, like I would meet a good sound guy mm. and I'd be like, you know what? This client's really important. I need sound. I need sound to sound really good. So I'd hire a sound guy or like lighting and I'd, be, I'd hire a lighting or I'd second shooter and I'd hire a second shooter. Sometimes I'd hire an editor, but I really like editing. So I'd, I'd edit all my own stuff. Um, I, I, th I think what you have to do, like if anyone else is looking to do something like this or any kind of venture, you just have to kind of know, okay, it would be really exciting if I can do this for real and I could be successful at this, right? Mm -hmm. So if I could be a successful videographer, but someone else might be like, if I could be a successful fashion designer, if I yeah. could be a successful uh, restaurant owner, yeah, whatever it is, yeah, you know, you just have to go, that would be really exciting if I could like get to this point and then you just have to start and then you kind of go, fuck, I don't really know where to begin. I mean, sometimes you do. Sometimes you have like a mentor, which would be amazing if you could find a mentor. I didn't have that. So yeah. I was just like, well, fuck. I, I mean, okay, I need clients. I need to get the word out. So a website, social media, um, start doing some stuff for free, some stuff for like cheap, and then some stuff I would just charge normal. Dude, I think that part is so important is working for free and beginning for anything you want to do. Totally. I, I spent the first year of my years where I knew I wanted to be a professional photographer working yeah. for free, legit, the entire year. I maybe yeah. got one paid gig just because I was lucky, but I worked for free for an entire year. Yeah. But you also have to know like when to stop that too. Like you True. have to you have to have a plan. Like you have to have a purpose. So if you're going to do something for free, do it so that you get the experience. Because a lot of people I think have have egos and they're like, "Well, I'm not going to do that for free." You're like, "Yeah, but do you really have that experience? Like, are you really that good to charge that?" Yeah. If this is you what know? you want to do, then maybe you do this for free so you can bring it to someone who you want to get paid for. Yeah. Like if like if if there's a company who's been making videos for 15 years and they would charge the same amount or even a little bit, a little bit more than what I would charge, mm -hmm. but they have 15 years experience. I shouldn't think that I should be charging that just cause I did a travel channel show. I don't you know? know, man. I, I feel like if you're coming off the back of a travel channel show, you're kind of sitting there like pay me bitch. It's <laughs> different. Like it's weird. It's different. It's kind of like, it's kind of like if you're an event photographer mm -hmm. and then like Vogue, and then you want to go do like some headshots for Vogue. Oh yeah, you know it's like you're, you're kind of like way at your depth there. Have you really done headshots for other big publications? Yeah, or, you, you know, are you really gonna sit in front of the Vogue employees and act like you know what you're doing? Exactly. True. You know, so but if you want to shoot for Vogue and all you've done is a bunch of events, you probably need to start doing a bunch of really badass headshots so you could show them a whole, a whole portfolio of like mm. epic headshots. 
You know, that's true. I mean, like, like for me, the my from my experience, I've always wanted to do fashion photography. Yeah. So even now today, I still do spec work just because I want it. Like, if there's a if I want to get into like women's wear, I'll, yeah. I'll do a bunch of women's wear spec work with just friends or whatever mm. it is. I'll go, I'll go buy some dresses in their sizes and return them. Yeah. Get the work and be like, boom, I got the portfolio now. What's up? Yeah. You know, it's yeah, just, yeah it's very much the same concept for anything creative. It's yeah, you can never expect to get paid off something that you have no work for. Totally. But I think it's, 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 there is, and there's stages of growth, right? So like then, like you can't just assume, like it's very easy to get caught up and be like, okay, well I need to build my portfolio. But at a certain point, once you have experience, you have to know when to be like, okay, I need to start charging for this. Yeah. You know, like you have to know when that point is too. So there's like stages. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, Okay, I need to start turning things down because I know now that if I, you know, if I'm like, all right, I'll do that for three grand, it's gonna take me two or three weeks, and three grand's not enough for like <sighs> two or three weeks of work. Yeah, let's fast forward it now, dude. Like, where are you at now? How many years have you been? Yeah, running uh, Schwartzy Productions. And so, like, officially, like January first is when I started. Um, this year, two years ago. Oh, two years ago. So it'll be two years January first, where it's been like an official LLC. Doing it full time, dude. That's nuts. And then a year, year and a half before that, and it's crazy. Like in two years, like I still feel like I haven't done shit, which is why I feel like being here and talking about myself is like, I'm like I haven't done shit yet. But I mean, I mean, hey, everyone's getting started, but you've still got some amazing clients under your belt. Yeah, like if you really like, people are always like, yeah, but dude, like I just did a whole like History Channel season. Episode about aliens, right? Uh, one of the episodes was on UFOs, but like that was that was crazy. I mean, that was a, like a whole season of like a big show. And you, you, you did the uh, videography. Part? I did the whole. I was like the whole thing. You produced the whole thing. Sound lights. Whoa! I didn't produce channel. the whole thing. Like I, I shot the whole thing. I was like the one man band in the field, wow. shooting it, running everything, just like the travel channel. Are you ever nervous that like, like, it won't be good enough? Because I feel like if every I was, time I feel like if I was shooting for the travel channel history channel, I'd be like, I hope this is good enough. Like I just don't know what that looks like. Yeah. So it's like I always. Every shoot that I work on, I feel like it's never going to be good. And that's, it's, it's a motivating factor for me. Mm. I really nitpick the hell out of like my work. But I feel like a lot of creatives do. I feel, do. Like you, I feel like you have to. We do. I feel it, right? Yeah, it's like, it, it, it's like one of those things where if Vogue hits me up and they're like, yo, we want to shoot this editorial, I would be so self-conscious. And, and I would do it. I'd want to do 100% because that's totally. like my goal. But yeah. Like, yeah. I would still be like, is this good enough? Like, is this? Yeah. I just. I think, I think like mind. in life, that's like a human trait. Like no one ever feels like they're good enough, especially for like a lot of big things. Like a lot of. Do you ever see people on TV and you're like, that guy's not that good. At yeah. anything, right? Yeah. But it like the difference is people are like, I could do it. Like, like who the fuck am I to think I could leave a comfortable job to go be a videographer with no experience? But I just was like, I could do it. I'm sure a bunch of videographers, like I, I know a bunch of videographers who are like, How the fuck are you getting all this work? And like you have no experience. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, right. I just believe I can do it. Does that so now that you're like you said you're turning down work. Yeah, oh yeah. Dude, that's that's no, that's a great place to be. That is. That isn't that's, that's uh, I never looked at it like that. Like how, yeah. You know, is. like that's, you fucking made it, dude. Like that's, I mean, that's a level, even as a creative, it's like you're at a place where you could say no to money because it doesn't fit your agenda. Like that's power. Like you have the leverage at that point. Like that's a place I think every creative wishes they could be because I know so many people and so many creatives in the city who've sat in that seat right there 
and they have to say yes to everything. I still have to say yes to almost mm. everything. Yeah. So it's like the fact that you can even say no is just like that's so sick, dude. That's sick. I th- I f- like as a business owner, I think that's a really slippery slope. Like it's tricky. It's a yeah. tricky thing to navigate through because it's like you have to know what you have to know what's going to make sense long term, right? Like, and I, I learned from experience. Like, I would do like I, like people would be like, oh, so I really want to, and it would be something I'd want to work on. It'd be a video that would be like. Oh, that'd be super fun to make. But they'd be like, we only have, you know, it's like, and it's for a friend. And like, we got 2,500 bucks or we've got three grand. And it would take like three to four days to shoot or whatever. And then it would be like two weeks of editing. And then you would go like, like, luckily I had a a lot of money saved up. But like, so for that first year, but like that first year, I learned a lot of lessons. Like, like you can't spend like half of a month or three quarters of a month and then make like three grand. Yeah. I mean, that's like 30 grand. That's like, you know, what, 35 grand a year. Something yeah, it's like that. time, time and money. Yeah, that, that equation doesn't add up for that. Doesn't add up. Like, you have to think about Especially like. Especially because you're a little older at this point. You're not in your 20s like me, who, who, and you're just like some fuck who could get by on two grand a month. Like, you have true way bills. More, way more I've bills got, than like, I have. Way big more boy bills, right? Yeah, you've got big boy shit going on. I've got like bill, the same bills I had when I was working this comfortable job. Yeah. Same so, rent, same everything. That's true. Yeah. But I think it's like, I think anybody, like even in your 20s, it's like, if you're going to do this and like start a business, you know, it's smart to look at it that way. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it's different with photography. I think with video, it's like, if it's going to take you three weeks to work on. That's why I'm so envious of video. You guys can charge so much more money and it's like so much more big of a deal and you have so much more equipment. Yeah. It it, it kind of belittles photography, which... It, which is right. It's just fully so, but but it kind of sucks. I'm like, there's like more, there's more involved, right? Definitely like it's is. like sound, lights, sometimes extra shooters, and then like the whole directing aspect and produce like like I'm starting to do more like commercial style stuff where I want to like have more of like a script, you know, so I can like make like like true marketing commercials. Mm. So because like like dude, I did this thing for Geico last year, and they're like, yeah, well you're really lucky to get this. We give. 99% of our work to this agency out of Richmond and they pay them over a billion dollars a year. No fucking way. For video. What the fuck? It's, it's what's that big uh, agency in, in Richmond? It's like the old, the, the Martin, Martin agency. The Martin agency. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, who it is. Yeah. Cause I lived there and I had a buddy yeah. who was going and everyone there goes to school for ad and they hope to get a job at the Martin agency. Exactly. Not yep. surprised. Over a billion. God. And that's just one of their clients. God. So that makes me like go, Okay. Like there's there's hope for video. Yeah. Number one, obviously, I mean they're they're that firm is amazing. They've been doing it for like they're the ones who coined Virginia's for Lovers, the Martin Agency. Yeah. Yeah. In wow. like the seventies, they sloganed our state. Yeah. Jesus. I mean they're like big time. I mean, they like Coker, who I don't know, like giant brands. Yeah, like they work on some incredible projects. Huge shit. So, um, but I was you know even if I could do that on a small scale, that'd be amazing. So now I want to make like commercials. How was it working yeah. for Geico, by the way? What is that like? It was is cool. Is it any different than working with Travel Show or anything? Like, what is that? Totally. It was more of like a studio. Um, that was like a music video kind of thing like that they do with like their employees mm-hmm. um, like around the country. So like they're like basically... And I did the music for it for like three years in a row. Like I was like... <laughs> I would like do like the backup singing. Not the backup singing, but like the singing of it. Yeah. And then basically like my buddy is a producer, a music producer, and he would write the music... He would have different people, like five or six singers, come in, sing the songs, and then they would have the Geico employees lip sync and make the whole video. And it's like oh. an internal thing, but it's like a big production. Yeah, like they really enjoy it. Yeah, and like they put a lot of money into it and like make it like a badass music video. But like the people who see it are like 
internal. So how they ended up reaching out to you to do this? It seems like s- such a blip. Yeah. So it's like, I, so I had like, I did the music for it just because I, you know, was a singer. Yeah. So did the music and then my buddy who works at Geico and was like in charge of that project, um, I was like, dude, you're doing video now and you have a red camera. He's like, do we only shoot with reds? He's like, you want to fucking do video this year? I was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Dude, what is it about the red cameras? Because it seems like everyone who is like legit, legit has red cameras. What is it about these cameras that is just so amazing? So there's, I mean, the quality is incredible. Okay. But it's, reds aren't right for everybody. It's like you, like, it's a it's a it's a production kind of camera right so like you you basically need like lights you need you need a crew a lot of times mm-hmm. when you're really using a red it's like meant for like movies oh okay you know? it's not like a canon dslr camera it's yeah i mean i know it's not but yeah. it's it's just like what you need behind it is more of a production <coughs> it's like a it's a legit like cinema camera whoa right so what makes something a cinema camera though um the quality mm-hmm. um and then like the funk like what you like it shoots raw so you like you can like like the, the most amazing thing about reds to me is like you could shoot something if the exposure isn't perfect mm-hmm. or if like the white balance isn't perfect if something's not perfect you can in post adjust it as if you're adjusting it on the camera while you're shooting yeah because I, I know raw because I, I do my photography in yeah. raw and it's yeah. amazing and, yeah. I've, and i've tried adjusting exposure stuff on just footage like even for this podcast my youtube videos and you go like more than 0.5 exposure up and it's just destroyed totally you're just what the yeah yeah so red is like oh. i mean and the quality is incredible it, it has a different look aren't they really modular too um yeah 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 totally like you can add different parts yeah. depending on what yeah. you need you can, make, you can make it gigantic and you can make it like you could just walk around but it's just not a good running gun camera so like uh, i do a lot of running gun stuff okay where i'm just like running around shooting stuff and it's like heavy um sound is like a pain in the ass it's just it's not a great for tv shows and also like tv still shows most of their stuff in 1080p mm-hmm. and like this thing shoots in like 6k you're like now they're making like 8K. God damn Nothing it. even shows in 8K yet. Yeah, no, you know? is that even necessary? Like Jesus. Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah. So it's great. Like it's a great camera, but it's not. Like I think I use it 20% of the time. But you got one. That's pretty balling. Yeah. That's sick. You're yeah. Just putting that in a website. Red camera. Actually, and you did. I, I did. Saw yeah. that, I saw yeah. it in your promo video. You have like, yeah. and we have red cameras. Okay, they're real. Dude, I like. I just put veteran. Oh, I used to be a marine, so I put veteran. Oh, no way. That's cool. I put veteran owned on my website and like two days after that is when the history channel thing came up and they were like, and my, my aunt from New York was like, Aaron, you should put uh, veteran owned on your website. And, um, I was like, nah, no one cares. I did. And then like two days later, history channel was like, yeah, well like, um, the executive really liked that you're a Marine. Like we're going to need a guy like that. Dude. Crazy. That stuff goes such a long way. So like promoting yourself and like, that's like a, you know, how you promote yourself if you want to like start something like this is important. You do a great job of promoting yourself. Literally on the front first page on your website is like your story of of the videos that we talked earlier yeah. in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, it's like it's like I feel like I know this guy now. Awesome. I, I, I'm connected to this guy now. I definitely want to hire him. Let me see his work. Oh, it's good. Sweet, sweet. It works. That's good to know. See, like that's like the mission you don't statement. Know, there works. You know, you don't know like who's seeing your work, and then when you hear it, you're like, oh, thanks. Like, I have no clue if like how I put myself out there is good but like you know like you could easily be like oh it's so much text right when someone comes in totally you know yeah. oh, why, why do they want to see this i should have some sort of real auto playing 
But in reality, it's it's almost like we're just humans and we want stories to connect to. Yeah. And then they totally. see, oh, that, oh, and he's, and he's military. Oh, we definitely got to hit him up. For yeah. This. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's true. I should make like a video. It's pretty funny. Like I'm in the business of like telling other people's stories and I don't have a video telling my own story. I should do that. That's actually very true. You have, you have so much amazing <laughs> footage you get like reference to and. Totally. I should make a, vi- like maybe that should, that'll be like my 2020 reel. Ooh. That's a good like, idea. Where I like I legit tell my my story. I don't know. That's a good idea. It's pretty crazy, dude. Story. Thanks for the idea. Hey, I mean, you gave me a great idea with the intro for the podcast. I honestly, Dan it, no, Dan it, no that's lie. the angle, Dan it, Dan it, the podcast, Dan it, Dan it, that's the angle, Dan it, Dan it, the podcast. Dude, loop that. Yes, I totally am. That is amazing. Thank you. I was literally before I was exporting a, a podcast right before I came here, and I was like, I wish I had something in the beginning, just a little something to segue it. And then you said it. I was like, universe is speaking, dude. I'll send you. I'll send you something where like it'll be like an animated graphic of your logo. Yeah, and you could just overlay it. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Be dope. So, so, so now. Like you're up and running. Do you have employees and stuff too? I imagine. Are you are you outsourced to people? Not full time. Yeah, basically just use contractors. Yeah. What is it like now that you're 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 just you're where I imagine you're 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 at a great place. You got all this business coming in. Like, what does it look like now? Like, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? Scaling, growing. Really. So now I'm like thinking like like a legit like business owner, right? Like, how do you scale? How do you grow? Like, if this is what I'm gonna do, I basically I took the step, right? Like the first, like there's stages in this stuff, right? First stage is like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to jump. I'm going to make the leap. Yeah. I'm going to have faith. Yeah. And that's really like the first part. And then you do that. Then you're like, okay, next stage is like, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. And then you're like, okay, then you figure that out and then you start working and then you get to a certain point where you're like, okay, what's next? And this is by the way, like human nature. That's why I think if anyone wants to do something that's important to them or that they're scared to do but would really inspire them and mm-hmm. they think might fulfill them, just fucking go for it. And the rest fills itself out. And, and you know, there's a lot of, like, trials and tribulations throughout the process. Of course. But you have to go through that. That's human nature. But, like, shit happens. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be a... If you want to run a restaurant, like, it'll work. Yeah. You just got to take the leap. Yeah. If you want to be an actor... Like, you're going to get work. Yeah, there's always going to be unknown problems that you can't foresee. Yeah. And it's how you overcome them and that that puts you in a future and makes you a better business owner, a better content yeah. creator, a better creative, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm like, okay, if, okay, I took the leap. I'm going to do this. But, like, if I'm going to do this, I want to mm-hmm. do it, like, legit. Like, I yeah. really want to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I want to I be, like, a legit marketing agency. Whoa. I don't know if it's like marketing is the right word. I want to be like a legit video production company. So like if Geico or like a big brand is like, hey, we want this awesome commercial, I could do it. Like I, I see so many commercials where I'm like, I could fucking do that. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. You know, like I could easily make that commercial. So it's like, so it's scaling it to get even more projects of bigger scale. Yeah. Because like what I want to do is I want to be able to hire employees. But how do I do that if I'm just going from project to project? Right, so you have like, no time off or something like. I really don't have a lot of time off. Yeah. I really work all the time. This is actually like a break for me to come here and do this. This is awesome. <laughs> I mean, you both, man. This is like my. This is like me. Me being able to relax. You yeah, know? yeah. This is awesome. So, um, so, uh, yeah. So, like, I want to be able to, and and I don't like. I almost want to do like annual or semi-annual contracts with like a company. Like, I want a company like to know. Okay, 
these guys deliver their or Schwartz's great. Mm-hmm. Um, we need 20 videos a year for social media or whatever it is. So we'll do these like contracts. And then I'm like, okay, now if I have like five clients with contracts, I can be like, okay. Uh, now you can guarantee employees now income. Can, exactly. Yeah, I now see. it's, it's uh, you know, it's a much better way I feel to scale. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's, that's something. And then also there's like living in the DC area. I learned, I just recently learned this being a veteran owned small business. Oh God. Contract. Like the, the government like a lot a certain amount only to you guys like specifically to you guys i've seen i've seen a lot it's of like these millions companies. of dollars yeah specifically if it's veteran owned like, right so if like God. the department of defense had i'm i'm gonna watch this like three years from now and be like ah so naive you know <laughs> but um but you know like if the department of defense needs some videos yeah you know i want to i want to at least try to get in on that and bid on that those projects because then I could staff up and do all that kind of stuff. Mm. So anyway, now I'm thinking like long-term business. How do I do this? Is there like a dream client you have in mind? Ooh. That's like, a is there, is question. it, because I feel like you're kind of already to me, at least it feels like you're doing Geico stuff. You're doing Redskins stuff. You're doing all these other stuff. Is there, there is like, like there is a level above you. Like what is that level so look like many. above you? I mean, I want to make, so I want to make a Super Bowl commercial. <sighs> now that's, that's some confidence in a video production company right there. Yeah. But like, and I'm not, you know, well, there's some I've seen that are like, where like the creativity and the story is more like the expertise Mm -hmm. and the shooting and production of it is really isn't, it's pretty easy. But you want, you want to write the creative as well? Yeah. Oh, so you got to have like a whole agency kind of like you said, it's not just video production. You got to be able to deliver the the whole concept and the pitch and everything. Yeah. And, but I still want to be able to make TV shows. So I kind of want to have like arms of the company where it's Mm. like, okay, kind of commercials, events. Uh, TV shows, or like, I want to be able to like bring in business. So it's like, all right, guys, you work on this at night. I'll check your work and kind of like just oversee stuff as like an executive producer. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna go film this season of this TV show. Yeah, that would be ideal. Just That'd delegate be some shit out. And when I'm not working on a TV show, I could oversee and do all that other stuff. That's sick. That's that's the goal. Is is there a lot of competition for that around here? I don't know. I don't. Dude, I don't know. It's probably the best thing to do is not know. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't ch- want to know who's killing it. Right? I've checked out. I mean, I, that's the thing. Like, I've checked out other video production companies. I, there's definitely not a lot like L.A. or New York, mm-hmm. which is good. I mean, people in L.A. and New York are working more. They're getting a lot of like like Beyonce shoots or like they're doing like really cool shit, but like they're doing it for like half the price. Whoa. Yeah. Because it's so competitive. So competitive. Oh, yeah. We are kind of in like an interesting competitive landscape for creatives around here where we can kind of demand a little more because we don't have to deal with these giant agencies that could swallow us whole at any moment. Yeah. I mean, there's some companies that are like, they just don't have the budget for it. But like, I just, I'm working with a client right now who's like, yeah, you just let us know like what it costs. Like, we just want our shit to look awesome. (laughs) Jesus. That's like like a dream statement. I'm like, thank you. Like, uh, Like, that's... Like that's what you want. But there's right? so much money in DC too. There's a lot. I of mean, money there's in more DC. money in the city than any of those other places. And and we're not like a lot of companies know that they need video, but they're like just starting to get to that stage. Isn't that weird? Yeah, because yeah. to us it seems so normal. Totally. Like it, to us it seems so mandatory, but to them they're like, oh, we need video because they're so wrapped up in their business. They're, they're yeah. so wrapped up in like whatever they make or whatever their services that they're wrapped up in that, and they're like, they're still old school, like putting out like photos or text or what or not marketing themselves at all and just you know doing word, like banner marketing word of mouth or whatever it is click marketing and shit yeah and like now i think people are like oh wow like video actually gets the word out to a lot of a good video that's the problem it's like there's shitty videos 
and then there's like really good videos and and I feel like if you put the money towards a good video, it's more effective. 100%. I feel like it, like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I've got like this amount of money. Let's make a video. But like, can you make something that good with it? What does your editing process look like? Like, is it, or do we, are we literally doing the same thing? You're just doing it different? Like, it, like a, we're both sitting in front of Premiere and just editing video. Is that what it looks like for you? Yeah. I use Final Cut. Okay. Um, I should, I really should learn Premiere, but I use Final Cut. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, it's the same thing. I just kind of sit down and I'm like, it's like drawing a picture, you know, you're right. like, all right, where do I start? But you've well, got some amazing transitions. Like you like do these really cool zoom transitions. I've noticed. Like, yeah. Like I've yeah, noticed, yeah. I've noticed these really signature sorts of things you start. Yeah. Like in a thread in a lot of your videos. Is that in a different program or is that all That's final cut? That's, but it's like plugins and sometimes some of them are like just tricks that I've learned. Like mm-hmm. I just spent a lot of time on YouTube, um, learning like. A lot of editing tricks. You can learn anything on YouTube, by the way. That's a fact. I learned how to play the guitar on YouTube. Um, I learned how to pick up girls on YouTube. Shut up. Yeah. How? Dude, there's whole channels on YouTube that are dedicated to pickup. Are they good, though? Dude, they're really good. Really? Dude, actually, YouTube cracked down on it all recently. Wait, hold on. I got it, like... God, I'm dying to see one of these dude, Okay, dude, so they... Like, either, like dude, has a girl seen one of these and been like... Yeah, that's good. Bro, I have literally been using these. I've used some of the techniques and shit that I've learned in these videos. Shut and, and up. And once or twice, girls have called me on it. But like, but like for the most part, <laughs> this, this shit all works. And what, and what they do is they even have in-field footage of them picking up girls. Oh, my so, God. So what they do is like they go. It's like that Will Smith movie. Dude, 100%. And so what they do is they go out in public, like usually at night, at like a nightclub or something like that. And yeah. they have a guy, like their assistant, following them with like a hidden camera. Shut And they have, like a, they have like a lapel mic that the girl can't see. Yeah. And you can see the guy open open the conversation, like get sexual with her, and then take her home in the Uber. And you can just see and hear everything and all the interactions. And you're like, no way. And it'll just blow your mind. And you really sit there like, I am such a pussy. <laughs> you sit there like, it's that easy. But then you go out and you do it, and you're like, this is really hard. Dude, that's actually true. So, and by the way, you, I think you need to be bravest with the hottest girls. I know this girl, she's like probably the hottest girl I know. And we were in our 20s. She was like, I never get hit on. She's like, guys, dude, are, yeah, she's like, guys are super intimidated. That's, dude, that's hundred percent true. The so, hottest girls don't get hit on. So I feel like, right. And I have a friend who used to hit on like every girl in the bar, and he'd just play the number game, numbers game. Sometimes he'd go home with like a one, and sometimes he'd go home with a ten. Damn. And but the tens, it's I think it's because of that. And so I used to like hit on like the hottest girls when I was in my twenties when I was like really young. I feel like hitting on girls now is just cheesy. You get to an age where you're like, it just feels cheesy. Yeah. Um, but. I want to see one of these videos. Dude, they are great, dude. And it, it, honestly, it's needed, too. Because here, here's the thing. Because girls, like, it's really up to the guy to hit on girls. It's our job. Yeah, we're the hunters. We're the hunters. And so girls are kind of expecting guys to, to do it. But, like, you can't just hit on a girl because it comes off super cheesy. Yeah, you can't just be like, hey, you're beautiful. Like, yeah. And the hotter the girl, the more, like, normal you almost have to act from what I've learned from these videos. Yeah, like, yeah. And the thing that happens with hot girls is that they give you shit tests. Or it's in. I forget the actual like <laughs> lingo of the Venusian arts. It's amazing. But there's an actual. It's called a. We'll just call it shit test for now. Yeah. But basically, where they they do something that makes you like that puts your situation to see how you react. Ah. And if, and if you react the wrong way, then this that's, is like something all women do, or like most most women. It's like any a, any high value woman, like wow. eight or above, like they'll yeah. naturally do this. Like they'll they'll shit test you, like say something to fuck you up. And if you like feed into their frame, like, they're like, all right, like, that's what like, this guy's like, all about. Like their frame, yeah. you lost. Got but it. but if. But if you can get them to buy into your frame, yeah. then you win. 
it's it's always like who's like less reactive in a sense. And so it's like totally. And so you'll see totally. these guys and they'll be like hitting on this super hot girl and they're just completely crushing it because they're passing all these shit tests where she's like what? Yeah, where they're like passing all these shit tests where she you know, she's like uh like I don't know, like maybe like walking away or saying something like negative or insulting him just to like see how he reacts. And it, you can't react to like an insult. You have to be like laugh at it or like be able to come back. Oh, got and it. And so you can literally watch this shit play out. And it's so amazing because I think this stuff is necessary. Like I think men should be taught how to pick up women. Totally. But fathers owe it to their kids totally. to teach them how to pick up women. And or mothers. And the thing I feel is, like you should be taught by a woman. And in a lot of ways, it's respectful. You're not yeah. catcalling. You're yeah. you're you're literally you know how to navigate your reaction. Yeah. The same way your dad shows you how to throw a football. Yeah. You're just like, hey son, yeah. this is how you talk to hot girls. Well, here's the other thing: is like, women want a really confident guy who's like smooth as shit to yeah. hit hit on them, right? Yeah. And be smooth as shit. But and I know this from experience. When I when my game was like at the top of my where my game has ever been, it's because I had so much experience. Yeah. I was I was you know doing it a lot and so like and i feel like it's that way with a lot like most of the guys who are that smooth are fucking scumbags not that i was a scumbag but like not. it's not the kind of guy that you want that you, you want your daughter to date it's the douchiest dudes are banging all the hottest girls it's it, it'll, it'll piss you yeah off. yeah it'll piss you off i mean i'm not gonna yeah. lie my game's pretty fucking fire right now <laughs> <laughs> like like, I, like pretty much like if 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 we match on hinge or any of these dating apps mm. it's usually like 100 kill rate like it's really it's pretty good that's amazing yeah. um I went on a Tinder date, like when Tinder first started. Fire. And hooked up with a girl, but she was bipolar and like oh, real. God. It was like the it was it was a horror movie. Like yeah. within like the first forty five minutes, she told me everything bad about her. Oh my god! And was like, oh, I'm on medication. I'm bipolar. I'm divorced. But she started crying, like ugly crying, because she was like, oh, I never talked to my sister. Did <laughs> she ugly cried in front? Ugly of you? cried in Bro. the first forty minutes. Bro. And um. Dude, it, the whole the whole situation was great, and I was like, "Fuck dating apps." <laughs> I'm still on Bumble, and I never go on any dates. Dude, you should get on Hinge. Hinge is, is it weird. good, dude. I'm not gonna lie, I've been on basically all of them, and mostly it was Tinder, but Hinge is so much better because they make you have six photos, and they make you answer three prompts. Okay. So matching with someone is easier because I think I checked out Hinge at one point dude it's like the best I've, I meet like the girls I actually want to meet on Hinge I sound like I'm giving them an ad so Hinge sponsor me what's up ah, oh dude dude I wonder if they do sponsor that'd be fire dude that, okay so you know you're like what's the next stage in like business dude go after some fucking some sponsors you know I wonder that too but I get decent views, but I feel like I don't get like the craziest amount of views to like qualify for, for sponsorships. Oh, got it. Like I feel like I need like another year of consistency to start getting thousands of views on each episode. Got it. I'm getting like hundreds, thousands on some episodes, but like it, there's so many amazing podcasts now that you can, yeah. they can have so much more ROI on. Yeah. That someone like me, they won't. But I also feel like with what I'm doing, it's so specialized and it's so niche. DC creatives. Yeah. Like no one yep. else. No one else is documenting this shit. Yeah. So. Yep. So hopefully, in my weird mind, it'll get to a point where it's like undeniably good and yeah. everyone recognizes it. And then yeah. it's like, oh, he's got views, he's got subs, and it, it just it pops off. Can is it? Do you do you have a way of like making crank calls like through like where we could like hear like we could dial it through a phone? This is just random as shit. Just yeah. I know a guy who makes amazing crank calls locally, and he's fucking hilarious. Um, it would just be the funniest thing to like hear a guy do a crank call. <laughs> like on a podcast where you could hear the person on the other, I don't know. I just think it'd be funny. That, that'd be funny if I had the right person on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You need the right. People. Did you ever hear of ownage pranks on YouTube? No. 
dude, Ownage Pranks is like one of the biggest, oldest YouTube prank call uh, YouTube channels. Yeah. He's actually from D.C. Like, for the longest time, he was anonymous. No one knew who he was. He's like millions of subs. And he yeah. actually did a face reveal. Yeah. And I actually know his like brother and his his fiance i can do work for him sometimes oh shit and i'm like wait this guy has one of the biggest youtube prank channels of all time like, no shit like, yeah it's crazy but yeah. anyways man dude yeah, yeah so so tinder worked out well for you huh dude hinge, wait i want to hear more about oh hinge right yeah, yeah. i want to hear more about this um how to meet women okay the, the, wait so whose channel is this and and where yeah i, I could throw you some names so like so like so, not that like i don't really like i just don't like hitting on girls but i am Super curious how, I mean, le- how legit it, it is. It's not so much about hitting on girls. It's just about your game, right? It's like, right, right, right. And a lot of it now, because of YouTube's policies, they have to recenter to be like lifestyle improvement channels where it can't just be like how to bang tens. Like they right. can't just it post just that anymore. It seems like, so like, like now it's a lot of like, uh, like self-improvement slash this is how you pick up women. Oh, got it. But like you can still watch a lot of infield and, and people doing it. So like some good channels will be like... Well, like what would I type in YouTube? What would someone type in YouTube? RSD. RSD Tyler. <laughs> Or like they, t- or you might type in like infield pickup, and if you just go down that rabbit hole, oh like my RC god, RC Tyler, RC Max, any of the RSD like people, and you will, um, you will learn something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch one of these, dude. I've, I so, want to see if like a wo- like what a woman thinks. So you, you know, know what's interesting is I've brought up the art of pickup to people, and they think it's a lot. Some people think it's very scummy. Okay, yeah, like some people yeah. think it's very manipulative. So yeah, so I I don't I think it's like that Will Smith movie. Remember when she's like really pissed and she's like she's like what the fuck? Yeah. You teach this shit. This is such so manipulative. And he's like, no. He's like, women are fucking hard. Like you can't like yeah. there are a million guys hitting on girls. Like you, like you can't just you know you got to know how to do it. I mean that's like, what the I right think. way. So you're not like a scumbag. I mean, if you ask me, I think it's a positive thing for people because one, it teaches you yeah. to respect women. Like, at no way is any of this stuff disrespectful towards women. It's not yeah. like if you do this, and she'll definitely suck your dick. It's not like that at all. It's very like, yo, like you, you might have to... really like a girl, and then yeah, how do you get to that next stage? And you can't yeah. just be like, hey, I like you. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it's you like know? it's like it, you got to practice and get good at stuff. So when you meet the girl that you completely lose your mind over, yeah. You can know how to compose yourself and talk to her like a normal dude, and not yeah. be like, "You're so beautiful," and she's like, "Okay, dude." Yeah, you know, like totally, totally. It just helps you meet the person you want to meet. And, and usually, like meet. girls are so disappointed because they're like, oh, "I keep meeting all these assholes." It's because they're going after the guys who are super smooth, but they're like doing the same thing with so many other women, and that's why they're so smooth. <laughs> yeah, and so I think the girl should be happy that the nice guy actually learns how to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah because yeah. The girls exactly. aren't. On, they might not even be aware of how they are just like. Yeah. acting to so guys don't talk to yeah. them so i feel like women are so used to like guys hitting on them or sliding into their dms or whatever that like they're numb to it that they're like they can't they can't differentiate who's a good dude and who's not so they're just mm-hmm. naturally like Meh. you know yeah. unless the like something cool happens like the right situation comes up with someone yeah women have abundance like now it's flipped where women have abundance in this day and age totally they have hundreds of dudes in their dms their email dating apps always trying to get their attention so totally. it's like how are you really going to get the hot girl a 10 because that 10 could dm leonardo DiCaprio and he could be dicking her down tomorrow like yeah they, they have yeah. access to all these way i have more a friend who banged him <laughs> no way yeah. he's oh. un- he's uncircumcised <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah i mean like now we're talking about dude like i've been aware of like the whole pickup community since like high school yeah and so like i've kind of followed it over the years like there was a book written, written a long time ago called The Game yeah. by Neil Strauss. And he's one of the earliest like pickup artists. Really? And then after that, there was a TV show actually on TV called The Mystery Method. Yeah. 
and it's by this pickup artist named Mystery. Okay. And then that has transitioned to the RSD guys to where it's no longer about like cheesy canned pickup lines and routines. Right. And it's more about like you just have to be yourself but act in a better way so that yeah. you understand the situation. Got it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. It's like a whole underground sort of cult. That's amazing. Dude. I want to learn about it. Yeah, dude. Just so like, I know I'm just curious. I also just want to see what a woman thinks about it. If they're like, yeah, pretty legit. You know? No, dude, the stuff works. Like, the stuff works. <laughs> You're like, trust me. I mean, it's just like techniques. Like, like, like just knowing how to react in some situations where you might yeah. fall into them. Like, you, yeah. might, you might just completely lose it all. Yeah. Because she said something and you reacted too hard. And then if you knew what to do, you'd be like, oh, you might just chill and, and lay back or might just say something like, oh, I don't care if you're here. But then yeah. she comes running back to you. There's so many crazy things. Like, it's, it's fun. Dude, it's a whole wormhole. What, uh, so where do you go? Like where, like, where do you go to hang out around D.C.? So, like, I don't go to, like, game. I, that's not me. I'm, I'm aware of it, and I use this shit, but I don't, yeah. like, spend my nights like, going and gaming. Yeah, 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 these, yeah. these guys, they're like, if you want to be a pickup artist, you got to spend, like, three, four nights a week going out and gaming. And oh, really? And drinking. Like, you just you got to go practice. Like, if you got to do, you got to you gotta get your, you know, you got to get your <laughs> swings in the batting cage. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be practicing. That's not me. But that's like, amazing. But, like, when I'm out in a lot of social situations, like, I'm in, I'm like, yeah. you know, like, it's easier to talk to people. I know how to, I know how to act. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's a good networking tool, too. How old are you? 29. 29. Dude. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Life's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> dude, like, when I hit 30, that's, like, when I was like, oh, shit, I, I got to be an adult. Really? Yeah, right what, around 30. What were you doing at 29? Drinking. Yeah? Yeah. No, I think I had a girlfriend at 29. I, I always calm down when I have a girlfriend. Although, I'm, like, I'm single now, and I never drink. Yeah, drinking um, sucks. Drinking sucks. The next day, you're like, <sighs> yeah. It's like it starts to suck as you get older. Like it's fun as shit. I'm when starting you're to feel young. it. I'm starting to feel yeah, it. Yeah, it's right around 29 where you're like, it's not worth it. Um, nah. But every once in a while, like if I get hammered, I'm like, that was fucking awesome. It's worth the hangover. Yeah, there's definitely times when it's okay to drink, but you can't just do it so much anymore. Yeah, because you can't just wake up refreshed. Mm-mm. Especially us, like we have to wake Judge. up and edit shit and send yeah. emails and be charismatic work. And, and have business meetings and work. And if you wake up with a hangover, there's no way you want to sit in front of Final Cut for four hours. No, I'm useless the next day. Yeah, you're, you want to watch Netflix and like eat some bad shit and not work out and do stuff. You're just like Ugh. totally, yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, I, I think I drink like ten times a year now. Wow, that's impressive. Isn't that crazy. Yeah, I used to like drink like a monster. When I was in my twenties. Well, you also marine, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, I drink a lot before that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was a wild man back in the day. It's weird. Like that's what I'm You're saying. You're a rapper too. So I, I was a rapper. You, it's crazy, dude. That's like, like that's why I started doing this video shit. Cause like that's why I went full time. Mm-hmm. Like I could have, like, I felt like if I, if I really would have pursued the 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 music thing, I feel like I could have done some cool shit. Okay. And I never did. It was always just like a little side piece that I, like side hobby that I was always just like, yeah, I'll just make some music. Just made music for fun, but cool shit just kept happening. So I always regretted it, like not going full force. Mm. So I was like, God, what if I could have like? I'm gonna be honest. A white guy named Schwartzy rapping. I don't know how far you I wouldn't have. Went. You I dude, I don't know how far I would have. Nobody would have, right? Like you wouldn't have looked at me and been like, I bet that guy's a really good rapper, right? But I, dude, I like had crazy energy. Like I'd be on stage and people would be like, Fuck, be like yo, this guy's actually kind of dope. Yeah, no, like it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, I'll send you some shit. Like it was cool. That'd be funny. Yeah, and um. Yeah, dude, I'm like super high energy. I can get crowds like going wild. It's fun. Performing's fun. It's fucking great. It's great. I love it's my be- favorite thing. I dude, love- I like that more than making videos. Really? Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, it's not, it's not less 
stress and everything to be on stage and have a good time as a job than to be like, I got to, I got to edit this entire thing. I got to produce a show. I got to get my lighting right. Make sure it sounds right. It's, yeah. it's a whole different animal. I mean, it's almost unfair. I feel like, I feel like editing video and editing, like writing a song identical. Like you're creating the same way. I think the way that I edit videos, you kind of plan it out ahead of time. Like you have a storyboard in your head or something. Uh, it depends on the video, mm-hmm. but like, like a lot of times I'm just putting ideas out there, right? And I'm like, kind of like you start with nothing, and then you kind of just go, all right, well I'm gonna put an idea out here, mm-hmm. and then it kind of develops and it turns into its own beast. It turns into like a work of art, you know. And as you go and you perfect it and blah 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 and fine tune it and blah blah blah, and next thing you know you have this video. Same thing with the song. Yeah. You're like, all right, let me put out a beat. All right, that's a cool beat. All right, let me put out a riff. You know, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. Let me write a song. You know, however the you have process. Like a lot, you have like a hook, and then you build around that. Well, it's like for me, songwriting was always different. Like you always like, there's always there's no rhyme or reason how you write a song, but like the ideas come, and then you fine tune it. Next, you know, you have a song. Same thing with a video. A lot of times, do you edit? Do you ed- do you start with the music <laughs> first before you edit, or how do you start your editing process with music? Yeah, like how, what's like your beginning? Ooh. Um, it would depend. It would, it really depend. Okay. Um, but a lot of times it would start with like a beat, mm. you know, and then you could like, sometimes you come up with a hook first. Sometimes you come up with like a verse first. Sometimes I would just have a hook in my head and I'd build a beat around the hook, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been in the music industry. I, I always, be, I used to be a professional audio engineer. Really? Which is why I know how to shit. do all this stuff and right. make it oh, sound yeah. good in premieres. Cause I, I've done this shit, you know? Sick. Yeah. Sick. What kind of music? It was just at a studio, so anything yeah. that came through the door, I was yeah. recording. Local studio? Uh, when I was living in Richmond. Yeah. For like a, no shit. Yeah, for almost two years, just professionally, just out there recording at this place called Sound of Music. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was crazy. That's it awesome. It was wild. That's awesome. It was wild. Dude, I know an engineer who like, he's constantly posting like all these awards he's getting for like these badass. Like, I mean, he just worked. No, I guess he worked in a studio first, and then he started just engineering like freelancing, and now he's just like Grammys everywhere. It's fucking crazy. Work with like huge acts. Are there are there are awards for video production, right? For video production? Yeah. Dude, so that's another thing. Like, I don't know. Like, there's gotta be some sorts of like recognition for like, yo, you had the yeah. advertising video of the year, like yeah, ad yeah, week yeah. or something. Yeah, a couple of things I did for AARP. I did like a couple like documentary style things for AARP. And one of them is up for like a Webby Award. I think it's mm-hmm. called a Webby. And then there's another award that they just won for that thing but it's like they basically took like um, like the wizards the washington wizards started um an old not an old but like 55 plus dance team so, so it all right which sounds ridiculous it's cool as shit it's like what you see hell? like grandmas and grandpas that's like hilarious or not not all of them are grandmas grandpas but like 55 plus yeah and they're out there like dancing so they have their main dance team and then they have 55 plus like dancing like shaking their booties like twerking and doing some cool shit that sounds better than all the hot girls dancing. That yeah, sounds dude, hilarious. it's amazing it's amazing like you see it it's actually really like it's cute but it's also like oh shit they're fucking like look at them going out like they're they're out there getting it um but like we did a whole documentary of like their like their first auditions and then like just the whole process up to their like their first performance oh and you you oh, we did like documentary like a whole it's like a five-part series of like the whole thing it's really well done it's like it was really cool I, like DP'd it. I was like the shooter of it, and um, yeah. So like they, they like that's what, been what does up. DP'd mean? Oh, director of photography. What does that mean? It's just like the main like shooter. Like like if there were other shooters, I'd kind of be like, okay, you get this angle, you get that. You're angle. behind. You're the main guy behind the video camera. Yeah, I'm kind of like like running the cameras. Ah, okay, you know? okay. 
I didn't. Um, I you know. I never knew what that term meant because I always thought, wait, are is there a photographer, photographer on the set? Yeah, like, I always thought the same thing. Like it's yeah. it's it should be like director of videography. Yeah, right. Why'd you yeah. say photography? It doesn't make yeah. sense. Doesn't make any sense. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, put me on some game here. Yeah. So, do you have any thoughts on like the state of videography right now, or like on the state of 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 all this video production? Yeah. So I th- like. I mean, obviously, I don't know like exactly where. No one can predict the future. I think social media is going to change in the next five years, big time. In what way? So I think, like, perfect example, like Instagram is getting rid of likes, which I think is a really good. I, th- I think it's amazing. I think it's a really great thing. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Same. But I think it's going to open up. People are, are going to be less scared to post stuff. It's gonna just they're going to post more shit and create more conversation, mm-hmm. which I think is the point, and I think that's awesome. Um, also, I really like what they just said. Like their CEO is like, like mental health. Like people are legitimately like getting down about themselves because they, of likes, because of likes or comparing themselves to other people, which fucking sucks, right? Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, we don't care. Like if like if it helps mental health across the board, we're cool if like our company takes a hit. Mm. It's pretty cool. I think I think, I think that like made me like them even more. I, I mean, it's so fresh. It's like they could never predict that likes would affect our mental health, which is the craziest fucking thing. It's like, craziest You thing. couldn't affect that. The number of likes you got would make you want to delete your post or delete your yeah. video because it didn't yeah. perform as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I can I, Like, I've done it before. I, like, I've posted something and it didn't get a bunch of likes. I was like, yeah, that was pretty lame. <laughs> then I've deleted it and then I'm like, oh, but I shouldn't have deleted oh. And then I'm like, fuck. And I kind of think everything is trending towards video personally. Totally. Like I, I, I think yeah. everything on social, even what apps are killing the game right now. Yeah. Anything you post, I think video is just essentially it's gonna be you either make video or you have to animate your photos or something. Yeah. So like yeah. So and I think that's gonna come back around too. I think like the art of photography is going to I think like right now it's like I, I think we're still on the up scale of video, but I think it's gonna come back to like just natural photography. It's just gonna people are gonna be like, still nothing like a good photo. You know, like I think that's really going to, but I think from like marketing perspectives and like really getting the buzz out there, people just expect video, right? So I think like I'm getting into it like a really good time, hopefully, mm. hopefully. Um, yeah, right. In the grand scheme of things, it's all still young. It's very young. It's all very young. Yeah. And it's like, beca- like it's just now starting to become like an internal department in companies. Oh, right? that's so true. And so like, I don't know, like, I don't know what my path is yet. Like, I don't know if I'm going to make movies one day or if I'm going to do, you know, just TV shows or if I'm going to do um, corporate videos and like marketing stuff. I don't know yet. Um, it's going to be interesting to see this in like five years. Is it know? more so you just enjoy the fact that you like get creative. to do something creative and yeah. work for yourself? Yeah. Because imagine awesome. that's, I mean, that's the best feeling, isn't it? Wake yeah. Up when you want to wake up. But then I feel like, I feel like I'm going to get to a certain point of expertise where I'm going to be like, okay. Because you always have to keep pushing yourself and like yeah. scaring yourself a little bit and going, I'm not really ready for this, but I'm going to go into it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then figuring out, like, I never want to lose that. I feel like that's a really cool, like, li- kind of living on the edge a little bit and kind of going, oh, Yeah, you don't want to get complacent with it. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. another shoe, another thing. Like, you, you want to yeah. keep getting these gigs that scare the shit out of you. Yeah, and I think movies, like, I think, like, if you will, like, dude, have you seen Mandalorian? Yes. Dude, it's fucking perfect. Dude, it's, it's it, perfect. It's it's the best thing they could have done. It's a Star Wars production in a series. Yeah. I mean, the Baby Yoda memes are the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> did one. Um, but the, uh, the uh, yeah, I, I like had Yoda play one of my songs. Like, that's like, when, when, like when he's in. Uh, oh, dude, I saw that he turns yeah. it on. Dude. That's one of my old songs. Um, but um, like just from a cinematography standpoint and yeah. production standpoint, mm-hmm. like it's fucking perfect. Like it's amazing. And like if I could make something like that one day, that'd be incredible. So 
maybe I'll get to a certain point doing TV shows and doing, um, I guess essentially that is a TV show. Um, and like corporate videos and market, you know, where I'm going to be like, fuck, I need to like, I need to work on something like that. You know, I think it's different than a TV show because I feel like when you approach something like Mandalorian, you approach it's it movie. differently. You approach it from a movie mindset yeah. because now people aren't producing like these shows where they get broken up by commercial breaks. People yeah. are producing long form, yeah. slower yeah. things because like Game of Thrones came and changed the game for everyone. Totally. Where people are like, oh no, people actually want to watch an hour episode yeah. over the span of years. Yeah. You know, maybe the difference is like a big budget production. I think like, I think the level of production changes based on the budget of whatever you're doing, right? So if like, so if I'm doing a travel channel show where they're like, cool, we're gonna, you know, this is gonna be a win-win for both of us. It's gonna be cheap for us, you're gonna win, you make good money, um, but it's gonna be cheaper than hiring 10 people to go shoot this. Yeah. So like that kind of production is cheaper, it's more on the fly stuff, whereas like something like Mandalorian is like, there's a crew, like there's lighting, there's everything, there's a storyboard, and they're like crushing it and making it perfect, right? You know, some part of me is scared about the future video because, especially with like YouTube, if you compare it like just how far YouTube has gone since you even started, the level of quality of production you have to be to even... It's getting better and better. It's better and better. So I think it's going to get to a point where if you want to have a successful... I mean, maybe, hopefully it doesn't. Maybe it stays DIY. But mm. it, I feel like it might get to a point where YouTube, the barrier for entry is going to be you have to be really talented videographer. Really fun. Like, so that's actually where I was going, right? It, that's exactly right. So... Right now, we're at a stage where, like, a guy like me with not a lot of experience a couple years ago could make a fucking TV show. And now have a crazy successful production. Company. And now have a career. Yeah. And change, do a 180 on his career. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But now, like, have you seen the new iPhones? Like, the new iPhones, like, there's, like, the guy who made... Dude, they, uh, they scare me. Dude, the, new, the guy who made John Wick, the director from John Wick, just put out an iPhone video, Snowball Fight. It's fucking amazing. Like, it's like a, it's like, dude, I mean, it's like colored perfectly. It's produced perfectly, all shot on an iPhone, uh, whatever the new one is, 11 or whatever the fuck it is. Whoa. Dude, it's amazing. And so, like, that's with an iPhone. So, like, things are becoming more accessible, right? Like, people are able to make videos. Like, if you look at the people crushing Instagram, like, these are just like people who picked up a camera and they're making the dopest shit. Like, the dopest, like Sam Colder. You ever follow that guy? No. Ultra creative dude on Instagram. Follow him, Sam Colder. Um, with a K, he's great. Um, but there's so many people like that putting out like dope, dope, dope shit. So eventually, I think people are now people's um, expectation level. What up, people? <laughs> people's expectation level. Um, even if like you put something out that's dope, but it's not like it doesn't wow you. Mm -hmm. People are kind of bored with it, right? Dude, that's so true. You know, like people want to see you fucking jumping out of a fucking airplane or like doing something like super crazy. <sighs> There's like iPhone videos of like people like jumping from one building to another, like doing some whatever you call it, like that crazy it's, shit. It's so unpredictable where it's going to go. Like it, it, I hope it just stays DIY, but at the same time, I'm scared that it's just going to get too crazy once all these big brands start buying into it. And now yeah. it's like ship has sailed. Yeah. If you didn't make it that production company and you want to start doing videos for clients, you're screwed. It's totally, totally. I think that's going to happen. And I think, I think the social media, like I think Instagram is going to change. Dude, honestly, this is, yeah. this is fucked up. I wish Instagram would die because I'm so sick of shitty photographers. Oh really? I'm yeah. so sick of these, yeah. these like with like the, the presets, the Lightroom presets. Dude, I'm so sick of these shitty photographers <laughs> and their stupid concepts stealing my work. Like, like or really? stealing clients and stuff like that. Like, I mean, look, maybe they deserve it. Yeah. But like, I yeah. think it's made photography too accessible and maybe yeah. people think that they could be a photographer. Totally. 
And so if it's just like not, making models believe that they they're actually models, dude, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you how many traveling nude models I see who should never have been a model. Yeah, yeah, and that's so messed up to say, but I'm sorry, but it's true. Like, well, I've seen a lot of girls who are like should be, mo- like I don't know if they should be models, but they're fucking beautiful. But they're are they really a model? Exactly. I mean, are they a model? Yeah. Or are they just showing their ass on yeah. Instagram? I don't know. Maybe I'm just being jaded about it, but <laughs> like, like I don't know. I I, f- I feel like uh like. It could be better, but film is coming back in style from what I've noticed, like film photography. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got a buddy doing film photography. Yeah. He's crushing it. I know nothing about it. Dude, Aaron, dude, we've been rapping for a while, dude. I think we should wrap up. Hell yeah. Let's we do it. Let's wrap this up soon. So real quick, yeah. before we wrap, dude. Um, How long have we been talking? Like an hour 45. Holy shit. Dude. I th- These should be 45 minutes. Nah. No? Nah, it's not how I roll. I like it. I like nah, it. Nah, man. Dude, it's more fun to just do it. It's two it's, hours. It's fun shit. to go down like rabbit holes and yeah, stuff, you know? True. That's true. And if, and if you're true. with it, you're with it. If you're not, then you can watch the clips. I hope this was fun to watch. I have no idea. We'll, we'll I've see. had fun talking to you. Me too, dude. Dude. It was awesome. Much love, man. Oh yeah, man. Um thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. Uh, I was gonna say, like, if you had any advice for anyone who's starting their videography company. Yep. Even though I feel like they probably would have gotten it at some point during this, but maybe there's something we missed. Um don't be afraid to fail. In fact, embrace failure. Mm-hmm. And that and who knows what that means, mm-hmm. right? Like, it could be anything. Um, if Like, you could just produce shitty stuff every once in a while or fuck up something or whatever and don't quit. And just keep fucking going. If, like, have the dream, have the goal of where you want it to be, even if it's not completely solidified. Like, perfect example, I don't know where I'm going to take my company. Do I want to make movies? Do I want to do... Yeah. Just kind of have... Have something like this that you hold on to, and you're like, okay, that would be awesome. And then just keep kind of inching away, keep trying. It's like playing guitar. When you first play guitar, your fucking fingers are going to hurt, and you're yeah. like, oh, I can't fucking do this. And then next thing you know, you keep trying, you keep trying, play for 30 minutes every day. Next thing you know, your fingers don't hurt as much. Mm. And now you're able to play the G chord. And then you're like, well, fuck, that's all I can do. And now you're able to go to, from G to D. Mm. And next thing you know, a couple years later, you're playing a fucking concert. Boom. You know, it's just you just keep fucking going. Keep going. Keep going. Let the failure fucking embrace it. Nice. You know, that's my best. That's my best fucking advice. And <laughs> believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah. Don't throw up a video and hope it goes viral. <laughs> oh yeah, that fucking helps too. Yeah, you know that that. I mean, that's there's a little luck involved too. Yes. But I think there's like luck involved. But then there's like I really do believe. Like I always used to tell people, I'm like, no, I just got fucking lucky, man. And it, I mean, and everyone's like, no, but it's the prep it's, that it, worked. It, it, that was, you it was luck and timing. I think yeah, that's what it was. I think so too. All right. Aaron Schwartz, it's been lit. Thanks, brother. That's You're the it. man. That's it, guys. That's the angle. That's the angle. Peace. Peace. Cue the outro music. But that's the angle. Dan it. The podcast. Dan it. But that's the angle. That was awesome. Dude, you should like for real loop that. Dude, I want to.